So this is a very noisy uh, Boston Burger Company. Now, is this is this a, you've been here before? Is this a chain or is this the only one? No, there's actually three. We're not, we're not in Boston. We're in Somerville. Yeah, which, but I don't think they have one in Boston because I think Cambridge probably too expensive. Yeah, there's a Cambridge one and then there's a third one. I don't remember where, but. When I came here, it was probably 10 years ago. I think it was the first one. Yeah, so I've been here once, and then yeah. 10 years ago. What did you order? Right now or before? Yeah, just now. Just now, I just got the uh, Boston Burger, which is basically the basic lettuce, tomato, onion, and I got ke- uh, cheese on it. And you, you've eaten here before. Yeah, uh, this is my first time here. I ordered the 420 burger, which is, was it? It's mozzarella sticks, fried mac and cheese, uh, onion rings, cheese. Not uh, fries. 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 I didn't even notice that. Yeah, bacon. Bacon. But you didn't get it. But those. I got it without bacon. Golden barbecue sauce. Which I don't know what that is. Just barbecue <laughs> sauce that someone's pissed in. Uh... We'll see. And then American cheese. Yeah. So I purposely kept this menu because of your order. Right. Um, So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, I mean, I'm sure it's going to be delicious. I was just saying to you right beforehand, uh, once I leave here, I'm going to head back to New Hampshire to have a belated Mother's Day dinner with my mom before before I go to see another movie. What are you seeing tonight? Book club. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. It was one of those things. So I reached out to my mom, and I was like, do you want to go see a movie afterwards? She's like, sure, what did you have in mind? I said, and I, because I had heard um, uh, Mary Steenburgen was on Mark Maron's podcast this week, and like, I figured I was going to see Book Club anyways, just because it was the only thing other than Deadpool that opened this week. Uh, no, it's not. But keep going. Well, that's playing around. No, keep going. All right, but uh, and she's like, "What do you want to see?" I said, "Well, we could see that, or we could go see Tully." And then I realized, no, we can't because Tully left the theaters Thursday. Um, Did it really? Yeah, like it's come and gone all right, which is crazy. Like you saw it, right? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. Red River's still going to keep going. Oh, a couple. good. I I might try and see it again. Like I think Derry's playing it. Well, it's when I look it up, uh, when I did Fandango, it does it within, like, 25 miles, and it wasn't oh, playing anywhere near the seacoast, which is too bad. I mean, I know it's, I think it's made its budget back, but just barely. Um, I don't think, any, I, Juno, I think, was a hit for him, but everything since then, this has done less business than, he, uh, well, he did that movie with Josh Brolin and uh, Kate Winslet, uh, which... I didn't see the one where he like takes her hostage in her house, um, um, and I think I've seen that one, but I remember it not being very good. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was, and this did less business than that. Oh, okay, um, which is too bad. Like Tully's good. I thought T- Tully was great. I mean, yeah. I, I it's one of the, my three favorite films I've seen this year so far. Yeah, I think it's definitely in my top five. Um, but I, I love Diablo Cody. I mean... Uh, well, how, do, you, do you like Jennifer's body? Yeah, I, I actually do love Jennifer's I have some, body. I have some other friends who like that, too. But I, I also love her other her other thing, uh, United States of Terra. It's amazing. Who's it's in a, that? Um, I, her, head, her face is... Uh, Tony Collette. Yeah, I have seen that. I yeah. did like that, yeah. Um, I, uh, that, that's where I learned about Brie Larson, too, because she's one of the daughters. Right. right. 
Um, which, speaking of Tony Collette, I think the next movie that I'm really looking forward to is Hereditary, uh, which opens uh, not this coming weekend, June. but I think it's the first weekend in June. Yeah. It, uh, it looks good, but that trailer annoys the crap out of me. Why? Because it's just the girl clicking her yeah, jaw? Yeah, like clicking. Is it her jaw, or is she actually... I think she's clicking her teeth. I don't know. That it just annoys me. And I and, and I know next to nothing about it. And I, just from the way it's edited, I can't tell if the daughter is actually Tony Collette's character as a child, or if it's her actual biological daughter. Well, there is the scene where she's like, "I will take care of you when you get old." Yeah. Where she's overlooking, unless she's talking to herself as yeah. a child. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So I mean, it looks interesting. But anyway, we um, we just saw. RBG, uh, the documentary, the co-produced by CNN Films, which I didn't. I remarked at the beginning that I didn't know was a thing. Yeah, I don't uh, think I've ever seen anything else done by them, and this might be the first one that they did. Yeah, um, it's about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, which uh, I mean, it's kind of I, I. I don't know why. I don't know why they chose that title per se. It would have been okay if they, to me, if they had called it the Notorious RBG. Like that makes. Oh, oh my God! Bob just got a ridiculous. You, you got to take a picture of that before you dive in. He got dessert beforehand. It's right, so I love chocolate frat. Yeah, yeah. So do I. I. I wasn't expecting this. This right. So yeah, I will um, take it. But it's whipped cream about. I don't know. It's about three inches above the top of the glass with cherries, mini M&M's, and uh, all sorts of tomfoolery on that. Um, yeah, that's kind of... How ridiculous. much was that, eight bucks? Ten bucks. Okay. Um, but, uh, I don't know, I thought they... they I, I think the title would have been better if it was Notorious no, RBG. Notorious yeah. RBG, or because all the press that I've seen... Where it's just called RBG, then and underneath in smaller letters it says Ruth Bader Ginsburg. So I'm like, what's the point in abbreviating it if you then have to explain what the abbreviation <laughs> is for? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But I mean that was that's that's a minor minor thing. Um, so before we dive into this, yeah, one of my pet peeves is people clapping at the end of a movie if it's if the director or something. Yeah, if it's not a special screening where afterward because. The person who you're applauding for their work is never gonna receive. Yes, yeah. I've never understood that. It it, it, it infuriates me. Um, it, and you know, so there was a few people that clapped at the end of this. Um, uh, what what did you what did you what did you think of the film? I thought it was really good. Yeah, I I think it was balanced. Yeah. I mean, at, at points it's like, oh, they're doing too much family, not enough of um, her business side. Yeah. But then they kind of like they just kept going back and forth, and the balance yeah. was right on. When just when you thought you were getting too much of her, her history, like her legal history, they kind of bounce it back with the family. Yeah. And the balance was was right on. There was four. It was one of those things because it was for for a documentary. It was it was longer than a lot of documentaries. But I never felt that it dragged, and it's one of those things that I'm like, you really? There wasn't anything that I was like, this could absolutely be cut, unless it was 
done as like a half hour thumbnail thing, which would have done a disservice to her, I thought. So I thought it was. Uh, is this frosting on Yeah, this. I know. I saw that the frosting is holding the MMs on. This is ridiculous. Yeah. If I'd known this was going to yeah. be like this, I would not have gotten it. Well, it's basically they presented you with a dessert, even though it was off the, the, the beverage menu. They are called freak fraps, I think, or yeah. something like that. Um, Sorry, I'm what? distracted. No, by no, this. no. It's it's a distracting. Uh, it's a distracting delight. Um, one of the only things that bothered me slightly, and this is a minor nitpicky thing, was um, the uh, uh, several of the like archival uh, photos and videos were very pixelated, blown yeah. up on a big screen, which. I'm just kind of like, and I get because they're older photos and probably some of them are reproductions of reproductions, but I'm like, there are ways are, to clean that up. And there was, there were some, that's one of, I noticed like at the beginning, some of them were touched up, yeah. but then some weren't. Yeah. And then there was like old archival movie footage that was super grainy that almost looked like it was grainy on purpose. Right. Yeah, no, I did notice that. Um, uh, there's... So, Bob got some uh, 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 bacon fries, uh, cheese bacon fries, um, which I'm, I'm sampling a little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm taking the bacon off, which more difficult than I initially expected, but that's okay. Um, yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. I, I knew her history basically since... Uh, you know, President Clinton put her on the Supreme Court going forward, you know, some of the past 25 years, I didn't know how much of her, thank you, uh, how much of her history as a lawyer before then. So that yeah. was that was great. I didn't know, uh, I'm pretty much in the same boat as you, because I know more of her recent stuff than her, than that. I think that was, yeah, careful, they're wicked hot, but they're good. I'm talking about the fries. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was really good to kind of see where she started, how she was one of the first classes at Harvard to have women in it. There was like nine of them. Yeah, so I didn't know any of that. One of the things that I liked about it, which you don't, I don't see all that often in these types of documentaries, is uh, they talked to several of her what might be considered political adversaries. Um, yeah. Which, to me, I think is a testament to her character that they would participate in this. Uh, you know, I mean, Orrin Hatch being one of the big ones. Yeah. That, you know, they had him as a, you know, modern interview, uh, talking head, which, which I thought was great. They had a whole section on her and Scalia, which yeah. kind of explained why people talk about Right. We talk about her. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I really like that. I mean, it, the flow was nice. The the when they basically started when she started school, that kind of stuff. Her friends, which is kind of standard. Whatever, but yeah, yeah, standard. I like that she had her granddaughter in there. Yeah, who's who's also a law student. Yeah. Um, the guy who was a contemporary of hers and her husband's was a was Arthur Miller. I don't know if it's the same playwright, Arthur Miller. I haven't had a chance to look it up. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm assuming not because he was married to Marilyn Monroe, but we'll see. Uh, yeah, it was... Uh, I'd say the cinematography was good. There were a couple of little nitpicky stuff with the archival photos, but... 
anything shot modern day was was pretty uh, pretty good. I mean, they're talking heads, but they had enough like different backgrounds and stuff where it kept you engaged. Yeah, um, they did have a dead pixel. On yeah, that was no follow the movie. It's the Somerville Theater, which yeah. again, it's a great theater. I like it a lot, and they play a lot of interesting fare. But yeah, there is a dead pixel, which. It was just this shining blue speck the whole movie. And um, it, it's just one of those things that keeps going, my yeah. eye kept going to, but it didn't detract from the film. It was interesting, we were talking before we started recording, because there's a, there's a t-shirt here uh, that I, I like it in theory, but the, the execution of the angle is a little off. But one of the things with this movie that drove me nuts, I'm, a, I'm not a fan of this in movies in general, when they do the opening credits and the and the script is not flat when it's done to look like it's 3D letters oh, like yeah. sitting on the lot like that bothers me but more so the fact that whenever they kept doing it well they kept doing it whenever she would dissent uh, but the problem is a lot of times because the, the screen was moving like they were moving around an empty courtroom essentially they did not have the angles perfect with it, so it was, like, contrasting, like... I mean, it was slight, but being someone who's very visual, it was driving me nuts. Yeah. I'm like, I would rather they just be flat on the screen and just let me see what... I didn't quite understand why they subtitled some of her stuff. When I mean, it's not hard to understand her. Right. And a lot of the stuff they don't have... They don't have pictures or anything of, because I don't... I don't think cameras are allowed, are they? In the Supreme Court? Yeah. I don't believe so, no. Yeah, so it's a lot of her speeches. But then they go ahead and subtitle it underneath, which is, I mean, have somebody that watches a lot of foreign films, I'm just trained to read the subtitles. Right, right. Yeah, I, I talked about that on, because uh, this past week I saw uh, a French film, and because it always astounds me when I talk about a movie to someone and then I'm like, oh yeah, it's foreign. They're like, oh, it's subtitled. I won't go see it then. And I'm like, really? I've never understood that because it takes about five minutes to get used to it. Somebody, one of the reasons I love movies is because of the cinematography. Right. And I do get a little annoyed because you don't get to see as much because you're going back and forth. But it doesn't detract that much. I'm, this is kind of going off on a tangent, but similar. I don't understand people who go see animated films who, like, project, I mean, it's not exclusively Japanese, but usually it's Japanese animated films, and insist on seeing the original subtitle one because animation gets so much of the visuals, and I'm like, when it's dubbed in English, it's unless it's a really shit job, like and yeah. I it, like and I understand theoretically because it's more pure. What the I'm like, but you're just being a pretentious asshole if you're going to. You have to see the original Japanese unless you speak Japanese, yeah. which nobody I know who does that speaks Japanese. So, so I think it's gotten better because probably the '90s when I started seeing some of that stuff, yeah. I, people that love it they say that. And back then, I think it was more of a um, translation issue, yeah. Rather than, I mean, it could be a pretentious thing too. Well, a good, good case in point for that was so the first time I ever saw the movie Akira was on home video, obviously, and I had the laser. Which one? Four twenty. Oh, that's me. Yeah. Thanks. There we go. And Boston Burger. 
Thank you. Um, but so the first time I saw Akira was on home video, and then uh, on Laserdisc I, I had it, and then it was released on Blu-ray probably four or five years ago with a totally different uh, dubbing. Yeah. Like, and uh, the first time I saw the movie. They pronounced the the you know the child you you've seen that I'm yeah. assuming yeah. they pronounced it Akira and then it was more accurate in the new which is Akira so you know um, so first off the bat my my bun is cold mine is well the top it. yeah yours is mine was grilled and then set aside uh, they probably just have a ton of buns so this golden. This golden barbecue sauce is very sweet. So I'm about to find out if I enjoy this or not. Um, yeah, I might have. This is an interesting <laughs> choice I made. How's uh? Wow. Well, it's juicy. Yeah. Yeah, and the burger is not cold. Definitely warm. Scott just did the hunch because of the amount of things yeah. on his burger. Yeah. Um. It's thick, so it's uh, so I think it's the mac and cheese. Yeah. So there's like three <laughs> fries: the fried mac and cheese, the squash, mozzarella sticks, and then the then the. Um, Onion rings on top. Honestly, this 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 honey bar, the golden barbecue sauce is overpowering everything. I can't taste anything other than that, and That's I don't sad. and I don't like it. Like so, I, mine's mine's really good. Yeah, I got the cheese. The burger is done almost perfectly. The lettuce and tomato on the bottom. I haven't really gotten into the tomato, but the flavor is right on. I mean, when I bit into it. I don't think the burger was rested quite enough. Yeah. Because most of the juice is on my plate, but flavor wise, this is up there. See, and you, we ordered ours the same temperature. Just hold your burger out. Mine, yours is, mine's definitely medium, even though I ordered it medium rare. Yeah. Mine's, like, mine's almost medium well. Yours is, I don't. I don't really see pink in yours. No. So I would say yours is more medium. Um, I finally tasted some of the... Uh, and you're like struggling to get into that thing. I'll be honest. It's I like this in theory, but this barbecue sauce is fucking disgusting. Uh, pardon my language. I try and I try and keep this podcast PG PG thirteen, but I'm well, actually, you get one. Yeah. Uh, oh my that's god. True. See what I mean? It's good. Yeah. I'm actually gonna because I'm gonna have more carbs in a couple hours. I'm actually taking the bun off. I, I think part of it was because my bun was cold, so I don't like like whatever. Um, that sauce is coyingly sweet. Yeah, it's. Yeah, but it also doesn't. It doesn't taste like barbecue sauce. It tastes like watered down honey mustard. Have you ever Have you ever had like HP sauce or like uh, HPV sauce? <laughs> I think I have. That's a different kind of sauce. Yeah. No, HP sauce is um, 
it, it's kind of like steak sauce, but it's British. Huh. That's what it's reminding me of. Never occurred to me to eat a steak in England. I mean, well, you can still get HP sauce here. Um, see, my burger experience is way better than yours. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm definitely going to come back here and have to come back, back here and try something a little less busy. Um, I mean, I think the burger is good. I can't, I, I, I mean, that sauce is just so overpowering. Yeah. And it's not very attractive either. No. It looks like, uh, I don't know, it looks like orangish, uh, yellow mustard. Yeah, mixed with a teaspoon of barbecue sauce. Maybe? Yeah, yeah, it, it yeah, it's very sweet. Um, that barbecue sauce is sweeter than my milkshake. Yeah, yeah, it's really sweet. Um, I forgot what we were saying. So, I don't know. Do you have any any other thoughts on the movie? Sorry, I was getting some fries. No, no, no. I think it definitely you should go out and if you know anything about her, or even if you don't know anything about her, it's good to to see it. It's. I, I was just thinking. I'm glad this got made while she was still alive. Yeah, because so th- with this being made, no. I can see this green lighting a biopic. It's not soon down. Watching it, I was like, "This her story would make a really interesting film, as far as like a dramatization, yeah. particularly like, and I could see like it accumulating with her being like, you know, seated on the Supreme Court." They have to do one of the biopics where it's a set time frame, like with this one. I think it, it almost would be good if it was like seventies through. Maybe nineties when yeah. she when she gets uh, appointed. Yeah. Um, yeah. I it, it, I was just I was just thinking, you know, growing up in school, we always hear about, you know, we always learned about Americans who shaped this country in the yeah. past tense, and I kept getting like a weird. Or maybe it's not weird, like a sense of like pride watching it. That the fact that I mean, I, I don't want. I mean, people that go see it probably know more about it than I do. But the fact that it wasn't just it was just sex equality. It wasn't just for women. It right. also helped men too. Yeah. I think that's one of the things that they really helped show too. Is she just wanted that it's not just just a woman's issue. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, it definitely, it's, I mean, it's something that is really inspirational for all Americans, I think. I think, see, I mean, I would, I would give the movie a, probably an 8 out of 10. Yeah, I was thinking 8 too. Yeah. I mean, there are some little things they could change. I don't know if it could ever be a 9. But yeah, it's just, tough for a documentary to do that. They're very oh, it's really hard. Yeah. The the one thing that I kept thinking 
or hoping that they were going to do that there was no payoff was I thought there was going to be some point where they got her and Kate, Kate McKinnon together. Um, just because I, they used enough clips of the Saturday Night Live thing that I'm like... But hey. I think that's part of that was kind of what did the research. The Notorious B.I.G. Right. was what really started kind of like her fame. And right. like Saturday Night Live kind of... They jumped on the bandwagon. But I, I love that skit. Yeah. But... Kate McKinnon when she's on is amazing. Yeah, I mean, I think Kate McKinnon's great. I mean, and maybe they did try and make it happen and it just didn't work. Yeah. Or maybe Ruth Bader Ginsburg just wasn't interested. I mean, they showed her watching it and she seemed amused, but yeah. she's like, it's nothing like me. Yeah. I do love the fact that they explained her relationship, her and her husband's relationship and how they kind of completed themselves. Yeah. And how he was... He was the funny one, and yeah. he tempered her. But as she's getting older, it seems like she's gotten his humor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, it was also, I had no idea, and obviously this is very subjective, but I mean, she was a really beautiful woman when she was younger. Like, I, I mean... I basically have seen pictures of her from the 90s on. Yeah. So, not to say that she's hideous now, but, you know, she's a woman in her 80s. And my my my, my cutoff for dating is 72. Oh, so. okay. Yeah, but if you saw her in the 90s, was she right around that? She was. But back then in the 90s, mine was like 55 was yeah. my cutoff date. Yeah. No, I, I would have to agree with you. Um... Yeah, when they kept showing old old photos of her, I was trying to think of if they were to do a biopic, what, like, if there were any actresses right now that would... The only one that immediately came to mind, and I don't think she's a good actress, but I, I was like, uh, she's kind of bankable, would be Rashida Jones. Yeah, I don't think that would work. I, I don't think it would work either. I think Allison Bree might be able to do it. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know if she could do this. What what it is, you have to have somebody that does that serious, right? The serious part, and I don't, I don't think Rashida Jones could pull that off. No, I don't think so. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I love the Somerville Theater. I come there a lot. Um, so, I mean, we got kind of an exchange because you've been at this restaurant before. Yeah. But I've never been at the theater. I've been to the theater many times. never been here. It's literally across the street. Yeah, I, I'm looking at the marquee right now. Um, it's tough for me. I would, honestly, this burger, I'm going to give this burger a five. Are you seriously giving that a five? Yeah. That surprises me. Why, you think I would give it higher? No, I would think you would go lower. Well, once I cleared off the bun and wiped most of the horseshit sauce off, the rest of it was pretty good. Do you want any more of the fries? No, I'm good. These aren't really fries, but they're still good. Actually, for the whole presentation, I'm going to go with a four, only because... So they don't offer fries with the burger here. 
they offer chips, yep. which I've never thought coupled well with burgers. Um, I mean, they're air quotes house made chips. Yeah, um, they would be better if they were fresh, but these are pretty much these are stale. Yeah, they're done in the morning. They yeah. sit out. Well, having as I you know I work in a restaurant. And this that, back, this right here. So both me and Scott picked up a chip that was probably three or four yep. chips attached to it. Yeah. And you can't really bite into that without shredding your mouth. Right. I mean, that's just a quality control thing. They gave you the option to substitute beans and stuff, but they didn't give you the option to substitute fries, which I thought was weird. So why did mine come with coleslaw and yours didn't? She asked if I wanted beans or coleslaw, and I told her to throw both of them in the trash. Okay. That's where coleslaw belongs, is in the garbage. Coleslaw is good. It's not. Good coleslaw is good. This is middle of the road. Yeah. I believe the main ingredients of coleslaw is cabbage, mayonnaise, and urine, right? That's pretty much it. No, no urine, but close. I think that was in your golden sauce. Yeah, there was definitely somebody doused it. Somebody, uh, yeah, yeah. The golden sauce was. If, if you come here, I, I can't not recommend it enough. I don't know if that makes sense. Don't get the golden sauce. Do not get the golden sauce. Yeah, I don't understand the coleslaw and the beans thing. That's more barbecue. It's, it doesn't really go with the burgers. They do have quite, quite a few burgers with barbecue sauce on. I'd say at least 40% of the burgers have barbecue sauce on. So I I looked at this menu early because I just wanted to refresh yourself. Refresh myself and also see if they did the deep fried burger still because yeah. I could see that's a thing that they don't do very often. Yeah. So going through the list and like I said I tried to do a basic burger on these and it, it was tough going through all the list of combinations here and they do have quite a few burgers there's probably close to 20 burgers oh, yeah. where most places we go maybe have five or six um, I mean and and the deep fried burger is the one that is Guy Fieri approved? He's been Is here it? for. I thought it was the hot mess. Uh, maybe you're right. I'm, I mean, I'm staring uh, above the, the the. Oh, the hot mess was featured on the Rachel Ray show. Yeah, the Mac Attack was featured. Oh, the on. Mac Attack. So there's a there's a a um, spray paint portrait of Guy Fieri that he signed hanging up on. Actually, I don't know if it's a portrait or if, he, if it's on the wall and they just put the plastic over it so it doesn't get damaged from grease and stuff. No, it's on the plastic. Well, there's another one over there, too. Oh, yeah. So it's like a Guy Fieri stencil that he has signed. I like that show. I don't really like Guy that much, and I would never eat in one of his restaurants or cook right. any of his recipes. But the fact that he was showing light into small small places and, and one of the I, I actually saw because Guy Fieri drives me nuts. Uh, I like to refer to him as Fat Corey Feldman. Um, That's being mean to Corey Feldman. It is being mean to Corey Feldman. But you know what? Uh, I, sometimes I think it's it's good for him. Um, Builds character. I saw stand up comedian a couple years ago do a whole bit about it because he was basically talking about how Guy Fieri is like basically 
an easy target, low hanging fruit, and then actually brought up uh, all the stuff that he actually like how you know like all the stuff that he does for the communities that he goes into. Like besides the show, like um, I guess. He, he has a game show. Well, he has a game show, but he also does this thing like he does with like a bunch of like soup kitchens type stuff or whatnot. And he was like, he's like, he's like, he does all this stuff, but everyone in the world treats him like the Nickelback of cooking. And he's like, while we're on that subject, what's everyone's problem with Nickelback? He's like, sure, their music's not good, but you know, clearly somebody likes it. I don't know. Sure. I didn't hear a thing she said. She asked if we want to swap the fries between the two checks. You know that I would have made for whatever. She's like, hey, I saw you eat some of those fatties. Uh, I think they were surprised that I got the tamest burger on the menu. Right. Well, after after your beverage order. So getting back to that, yeah. it is. So starting off, it wasn't very good. As it started to melt, it's definitely better. The fact that I can't pick it up and drink it is driving me nuts. Because it's like glued to the saucer with confections. I don't know if it actually is. Oh no, it is. Oh yeah. I mean, I think if you pulled hard enough, it would come off. But. Uh, yeah. Um, so what would you give me how would you rate your burger my burger was like an 8 yeah my bun was warm my burger was cooked right the only thing it was kind of missing that I wish it had maybe ketchup orange dumpster juice <laughs> no 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 the, uh, and now I see the ketchup behind you. Uh, that's fine. It is kind of weird that they didn't immediately bring it to the table. Like, but I know that some people feel that ketchup doesn't belong on a burger. Yeah, but, my brother's one of those people. He says that if you have tomato, then it's ketchup. But I like the acidity of the, the ketchup. Well, there's some people, like, I guess in Chicago it's considered sacrilege to put ketchup on a, on a hot dog. Yeah. I think in New York it is, too. I don't know. Life's too short to to eat according to other people's rules. Yeah. Eat what you like and don't eat what you don't. I, so just for the record, I would if I came back here, I yeah. would not order this thing. Yeah. Because of the presentation. I wonder if they're all like that. I mean, because I like a good frat, but I don't feel like going on a fucking Ferris wheel. That's why I went with the like the plain chocolate. I'm like, oh, it's yeah. it's tame. It's yeah. gonna be okay. Yeah. No. Maybe they just did this for us. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, these these fellas, they're gonna want this. Because um, I saw that there was a guy when we sat down, he had a frap, but I think he had one of the, like, peanut butter things. They do have a burger here, speaking of that, that has peanut butter on it. I, they have more than one. I mean, it's the Elvis burger. I think that's what they call it. I got you. I mean, I noticed they have a Hawaiian burger, too. Oh, it's the king. The king, yeah. Because... Like any, like I, I think if this was a single like hole in the wall place, I could get away with calling it Elvis. But you actually anything that actually uses the name Elvis, yeah. you have to get you have to pay a royalty to the state. I think most places have gone to like the king or something like that. Yeah, so, yeah. Even the phrase "taking care of business" is a is a copyrighted 
phrase. It's like a service mark. Because really? I went somewhere where they had a TCB murder and. Uh, and that was. They were like, yeah, it used to be the taking care of business burger, and we got a cease and desist letter from the Graceland estate. And I was like, that's crazy. I want that job is just drive around, going to places and finding, finding that thing. Yeah. Um, I not with that, but like when I booked bands at the restaurant in Jerome, we had someone from ASCAP BMI uh, calling us, basically saying you owe us thousands of dollars for playing music, or you can just sign up for, you know, the yearly. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Um, I think this is yours. I can't even see what the Yeah, that's mine. No, she screwed it up. Are all the burgers the same price? No, mine was 16 bucks. Perhaps, uh... That's alright. No, no, it's fine. I will, I, I will say, and this is not, this is not to shame anyway, but our our server's name is Maya, and I've never seen it spelled that way before. It's M I A J A. It's Maja. Come on. Well, I used to work at Best Buy with a Maya that was spelled M A J A, uh, but she was also uh, Bosnian, so I was like, uh. Maybe that has something to do. Maybe it's Mia, and the J-A is silent. Maybe. I mean, maybe it's Melissa and just, uh, yeah. How much was yours? Uh, 17, 20. I mean, that, that, the frap adds another 10 bucks. I, I know what I was getting into when I go, right. that's why I asked for separate checks. Right. And... For the record, what do they call the the shake in uh, in Pulp Fiction? The five dollar milkshake. Oh yeah, that was probably better than this ten dollar milkshake, which was not worth ten dollars. But I wonder if Pulp Fiction was made today. Oh, it, it probably would be a ten dollar the, or 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 twelve dollars. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have any more? Uh, oh yeah, this is for for the love of film podcast, the uh, flicks and food episode. Yeah. Or or Bob. Bob. We can burgers. go back to Bob's Burgers because yeah. people like that. Or people Burgers like with Bob. How yeah. about that? That's a little better. And I am Bob. That's so. true. Uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah.